Before we get started, I thought it would be right to tell you that there will be explicit language in this show, so be very careful who's listening with you. I'm going to make him an offer, Gamble. I feel the need, the need for speed. He's watched every movie more than once. He's Stephen Fennick. Go ahead. Make my day. He's watched the latest Disney movies with his kids, uh, but that's about it. He's Trevor Long. You talking to me? Together, they bring you the best movies you've never seen. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Rent BioStream, the latest and greatest movies on Fetch. Watch on a big screen Hisense TV. The best movies you've never seen. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. With Stephen Fennick and Trevor Long. This is the captain. Brace for impact. You are listening to the Best Movies You've Never Seen podcast. This is a unique podcast where I show my good friend Trevor Long some movies that I, Stephen Fennec, I'm a movie nerd, I've seen all these movies many times, and Trevor uh, hasn't quite caught up with them. But not until now, though, he has, and that's what this show is all about. Trevor, welcome. I'm catching up slowly. You week are, you after are. week after week, I catch up. You're coming up to my level. Oh, you're listen, close. I don't think so, but I appreciate <laughs> take the a while, sentiment. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've had a lot of big head start. This week, we're talking about First Blood. This was released in October 1982. It's the 40th anniversary, so just past ah. the 40th anniversary, starring Sylvester Stallone, directed by Ted Kotcheff. Now, this is based on the David Morell novel. So it was adapted for the screen. And Sylvester Stallone had a lot of input into the script. Right. Apparently, there had been 26 drafts of the script before Stallone came in and wrote the final script. Right. But this, get this. this was probably before Microsoft Word markup, you know. It would have, been, it would have <laughs> yeah. had to read through the whole well thing to before, work out what's different. I think there was a typewriter involved. <laughs> but the, the first rough cut of the movie... Well, this is a relatively short movie, eh? Yeah, but my, I think it's style. 93 minutes. Absolutely my style. The first cut would you believe, was more than three and a half hours. I can't believe. Yeah. Yeah. So, according to the, Hang on, Stallone, the first cut of first the cut, final script. Yeah, so the first cut of the... They filmed everything, first cut, three and a half hours. Wow. Now, this is according... This story, according to, this is true according to Sylvester Stallone and, and other people um, close to the movie. Mm. Sylvester Stallone thought it was so bad, he wanted to buy the movie back and destroy it. He thought this is not this is a career killer. Wow! I cannot. This cannot be released. Where was he at in his career? Like what? This he was about to make Rocky Three. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he so was, he was at the on height. the rise. Yep. I think he just made Rocky Three. So he was yeah. peak of his powers. Yep. 
But what they did, though, he thought it needs a heavy re-edit. Right. And that's what they exactly they did. So the film was cut down to 93 minutes, and you'll find that a lot of a lot of his role, he hardly speaks in the movie. No, that's so right. So there's a lot of there's a lot of scenes that Which are just I unnecessary. Th- I think plays into his character. Yeah, it, it plays into his character that he's quietly spoken. Yeah. So the final product, which is paired heavily pared down version, mm. is what you saw and what became the 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 of popular with 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 fans around the world. And, and this I is, assume this the three hour thing is is. Never well, there there seen. are some deleted scenes you can view, but mm. it, I don't think it saw the light of day because Stallone was scared it was going to kill his career. Imagine wow. this big, long, boring movie. Yes, and that that that's the end of the day. Wow. So, did you? I know you had seen this, knew of it. I mean, I was texting you <laughs> as I started, going, "I've seen this," and recently, um, I don't know what's going on with my head, but there. but I loaded it up, going, "This is exciting." But as soon as that opening scene started, I yeah. went, "I've seen this," but ah. I certainly, I weirdly, don't. Remember what happened? I remember the message you sent was, "I've seen this, but I can't remember." Yeah, um, and <laughs> so it's cer- like seeing it again. Certainly, for the, first for time. the context of the podcast, I certainly hadn't seen it until forty years past its release. Yeah, um, and you know, but I knew of Rambo. There's no, yeah. there's no question about first anyone of our age knowing what, who Rambo is and who played yeah. the, played the role and things like that. So aware of it, but uh, yeah. no, um, unsighted in terms of its, uh, its well, strip, script. The buzz and reaction was pretty positive. David Morrell, the author, mm. he said that he prefers the film over his novel. Wow, that's yeah, a big... That's a massive rap. Yeah. And What for, about you? Because this is this is yeah, the thing that you always judge I've read well. the book, and the book's a lot darker than this. Darker? So I'll, I'll explain later why, but I think the movie's a bit more palatable. Yeah, okay. Like if you, if you had a film the exact book, everyone would be thinking it'd be like Death Wish Three. Yeah, it was like, like wow, really dark. Yeah. yeah, okay, right. I but this movie, First Blood, was still Sylvester Stallone's first non-Rocky movie, which wasn't a flop. So at the time, on, first non-Rocky. So yeah. he'd done other movies. He's other done. Than Rocky. He did Rocky One, Rocky Two, Rocky Three, massive hits. He did Fist. He did uh, a couple other Nighthawk. A couple other movies that were. Not Flops. so good, right? Okay, not so good. A couple of yeah. others that, yeah, just he was he was either which is, rocky, which, which or makes no sense one. now why he yeah. was worried about the three hour cut because you don't want to yeah. just be rocky. Exactly I mean, he, right. Let's be honest, well, he is rocky, he, but but he's also Rambo now, so that yeah, became yeah. his sort of the second prong to his arrow. You know, where he's yeah. Rocky and Rambo. Um, but what he did, he decided to change the character. Here's what I mean by it's it's less dark. Right in the book, right? He the book he was depicted as a bit of a psychopath. Where yeah. he just kill people randomly and kill people in the in the book with the same context around why yeah he's still a Vietnam veteran that's right so he decided to make him more sympathetic right. and he was sort of just a bit lost and suffering the PTSD yep. and so he made him a little bit more sympathetic a victim of circumstance rather than being this this this, this killer yes so that that's why uh, Big ch- it's a that's simple it. change yeah. that makes a dramatic difference and that it. that's why in the book all the cops he kills them all. In the movie, he uh, says, he "Remember, he says that there's this line. He goes, I could have killed them all.' Yeah. So he decided not to. Yes. So that, that, that was a massive flip on yes. on the book, and I think it works. I think no, hundred percent. Seeing him just killing, co- it's like a mindless action. We'll movie. get to some uh, of the scenes, but there's yeah. a scene there where he basically says, oh, "Like they drew first blood. That's a very iconic." Yeah, exactly. and that's, I love that's it when his they say whole that. point. Yes, you know, they started it. They yeah. started, it, and he didn't really go on with it broadly. So, in, yeah. in the novel too, um, Rambo does not use a first name. He's only ever referred to in the novel so as Rambo. So John Day is never Sylvester referenced. Stallone decided to make his name John. 
Okay. That's his decision to make him John Jay Rambo. Okay. In the book, he's just Rambo. Right. No, no first name. All right, this is your last exit before the freeway. We're going to take a deep dive into First Blood, but if you haven't seen it, you can catch it on Fetch. Lots of movies on Fetch, uh, over 3,000 movies, I think there is. Many, many more uh, you can rent, you can buy, but most importantly, you can also stream because uh, Fetch has all the major streaming services available for you to use to access your movies. And importantly, it's not just movies on Fetch. It's free-to-air TV. It's subscription pay TV channels like ESPN and Discovery. They're all there. Uh, amazing channels that you can get. Really makes it a whole-of-home entertainment box. And my favourite thing is that what you do on the box is remembered by your Fetch because you've got my stuff. My stuff is your catalogue of shows, catch-up, movies, everything you love, including your recorded TV. So if you love your entertainment, you love the screen, then Fetch is for you. You can check, catch Fetch at your local uh, major retailer or at many internet providers. Radio, you've now watched it properly, mm. let's say. Yeah. And what are your impressions? I, I get it's less brutal than I imagined it was yeah. going to be because I maybe I've seen more clips in my life of the Vietnam-based follow-up Rambo's and whatnot. Yes. But um, I've, I had more vision of kind of warfare as opposed to this kind of you yeah. know selective little. Uh, like, what do like you call a private it? war, uh, right? Private war. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I imagined more like a predator-style, uh, you know, yeah. take on things. Um, so it wasn't that. I actually quite liked the fact that there was a, there was the all the action, but then there was this very clear underlying story which really developed yeah. itself to the very end. So, yeah, yeah I thought, oh, mate, oh, I've, I've said before, I love this length of movie. Yeah, it's short and sharp. The realism here is brilliant, yeah, obviously. So this, well ticks, this ticks big boxes for me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, your tweet would be then, so it would be, uh, if you haven't watched Rambo, like me, you're mad. Um, You've only had 40 years to watch it. Rambo is actually a, a fantastic story um, that brings you on a journey of a character, not just the violence that ensues. Very nice. Well, I did see this in the theatre. What, I remember really? seeing it in, uh, well, how old would I have been then, 14? 14? 13? 14 I was. Uh, I don't want to judge, but it was a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. Um and I have re-watched this more times than you've listened to John Farnham. Right. Yeah, that's a lot, isn't it? That's, that's pretty full on. I, I, think... I know this very well, this movie. I'm going to contest it, yeah. but we'll leave you to it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's look at the cast, shall we? Of course, Sylvester Stallone plays Rambo. Yep. And he was in, of course, the Rocky. We've done the original Rocky on we the show. We did Rocky, yep. Uh, he was in the sequels, of course, and all the Rambo sequels. Mm -hmm. He's just about to make an appearance in his first TV show. Tulsa Kings is about to premiere. I think it's coming out on Paramount+. Plus. That's so wild. It's a TV isn't it, for series. It to be a TV series. Yeah. The first Apparently, time? it's a by the. It sort of has a soprano sort of feel to it. Oh, okay. Massive buzz around it. Yeah. Really. So keep an eye out on that. Okay. Brian Dennehy plays Sheriff Will Teasel. Mm. He was in Cocoon, which you've not seen. I've, uh, I've definitely seen this. Ron guy Howard. Like. Ron Howard is it? We directed Cocoon. FX. He was in with um, Brian Brown. I think shared shared the role there okay. with him. He was the voice. A voice in Ratatouille, which I'm sure you've seen. It's a Disney movie. No. Have you not seen Ratatouille? No. What? No. Is, it Disney? Is that a Disney movie? Yeah. I thought you've seen Disney movies. Cars, planes. That's <laughs> Toy Story. Brian Dennehy uh, sadly died in 2020 here at the age of 81. He was. Solid innings. Richard Krenner plays Colonel Troutman. Oh, yeah. And he's the, his kind of greatest hits are all the Rambo movies. He was in, oh, really? he was in the original. He was in First Blood. He was in First Blood Part 2, Rambo 3, uh, and he died in 2003 at the age of 76. Yeah, okay. Now, did you recognise a young David Caruso? David Caruso? Who was Mitch 
the red-headed dude. Oh, see the name. I definitely recognise him, but I didn't. NYPD Blue. CSI. Yes, yeah, yeah. Did you recognise him? Yeah, he's pretty young. What is this guy? I know him. Yeah, yeah. One of his early roles. Yeah, that was him there. Before we get to the run through, let's talk about our other great sponsor. And we were talking about Hisense, of course, and watching on a big screen. And Hisense have TVs up to 85 inch. The Series A7H series goes up to 85 inch, has the 4K AI upscaler. So does upscale all your content to a uh, to 4K quality. And it does that using artificial intelligence. So not only does it look great, Whatever you're watching, you might be watching YouTube or a DVD or a Blu-ray, it can upscale to 4K quality. And look, it's not all only about the picture. Hisense cares a lot about sound as well, and there's Dolby Atmos on board as well. So you're hearing virtual surround sound coming from the television. You're hearing sounds from around you, behind you, beside you. That's all coming from the TV. There's also Game Mode Plus. A lot of great games being released right now, including Call of Duties, and you can enjoy it at its best level on a Hisense TV thanks to Game Mode Plus. It's got variable refresh rate. It does allow you to enjoy it at its greatest level. They also have the Vidao U5 Smart TV Operating System. Now, this is the software of the TV, and it does make it really easy to set up, and it also makes it really easy to navigate to your content. All the movies we talk about here are available through Fetch. They're on streaming services, and it's really easy to get to them. If you've connected your Fetch box to the Hisense TV, you'll enjoy stunning quality up to 85 inches. And the other great thing about Hisense TVs, they come with a three-year warranty. That's, that's one of the longest warranties you'll find on a TV. So Hisense really back their products. And if you want to take a look at one, I recommend head down to your local store, stand in front of a Hisense TV and judge for yourself or head over to Hisense.com.au. Trev, are you ready to go? Rocked in, ready so to go. The movie starts with this beautiful scene of a, like a lake house and a house on a lake and you see this figure walking down the hill, and that's Rambo. Yep. You can tell straight away he's wearing a U.S. Army jacket. Yep. So immediately you think, okay, this bloke's in the military. He's also carrying like a big swag. Yeah, a big rucksack. Yep. That. So this this guy, you know you know what he is. And he's, he's come down there, and he's looking for one of his, I'm assuming, we're assuming, one of his squad members from Vietnam. Dale Ma's gone. Uh, what time will he be back? He died. Died last summer. Died how? Cancer. Brought it back from man. All that orange stuff that spread it around. Cut him down to nothing. I could lift him off the sheep. So that immediately establishes that obviously Rambo was part of a squadron. Yep. And I think he even pulls out a photo. Remember he brings he goes, out a photo. There's Delma about the back. He's so yep. big, we had to put him in the back. And yeah. So he's, this is the squad he obviously went to Vietnam with. And, and she mentions, oh, he brought it back from Nam, you know, all the, the stuff they were spraying around, yep. think, which I think was what, Agent Orange? That was, that yeah, was well, she, 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 mentions, yeah. She, she mentions Orange yeah. and he brought it back. So I think that she's referring to Agent Orange. Yeah, so she, she basically says he brought cancer back with him. Yeah, and so he, it's and, terrible. And, Rambo mentioned, he said, look, I've had a really hard time finding this place. And when he finds out he's dead, he's shattered. He's thinking, well, we find out he, later he's the last of this, of this squad. He, he even hands back the photo. Yeah, yeah. Which, go, uh, so, see, at her, the yeah. time, yeah. I'm thinking, why would you hand back the photo? Your other mates are there, but that's the, that's the, you find it later. Yeah. That's the end. That's the, that's the squad's gone. Yeah, it well, was, yeah. was the only one left. 
So anyway, you, the next thing we see him walking into town along the side of a highway. You see this uh, sign, welcome to a gateway to holiday land, welcome to hope. Uh, then you see the sheriff's car. Sheriff gets in the patrol car and he sort of, this establishes the fact that the sheriff knows everyone. He's still calling everyone by name. Yep. He goes, hey, you're going to have a shower tonight. You're yeah, going to yeah. do this. Hey, Barry, how are you? Whatever. So you think, okay, he's a lay. All locals know him, yep. like him. It makes, it sets the small town vibe. Yeah. And that, you know, well-known sheriff vibe. Absolutely right. Then he drives up the hill and sees Rambo on the side of the highway. You, uh, you visiting somebody around here? You know, wearing that flag and that jacket, looking the way you do. You're asking for trouble around here, friend. Headed north or south? North. Now jump in. I'll make sure you're heading the right direction, huh? <laughs> what did you think here? Oh, what, I, what, mate, what, I thought that the cop, cop, does, cop doesn't want uh, yeah. a random outsider who... Does look a bit suspicious. Like, let's be honest, he's dressed perfectly for this. He's wearing an American role. flag. He sort of, no, but, he sort of said, no, yeah. but I think I, I went into that whole. Remember, they, the, there were at the time there were a lot of protests about Vietnam yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So, being a Vietnam vet was not a proud thing at the time. Yeah, so, true. wearing your heart on your sleeve like that isn't a yeah. good thing. So that's what I saw from that. You got some place I can eat around here? There's a diner about thirty miles up the highway. Is there any law against me getting something here? Yeah, me. Why are you pushing me? What did you say? So why are you pushing me? I haven't done anything to you. First of all, you don't ask the questions around here. I do. You understand? Secondly, we don't want guys like you in this town. Drifters. First thing you know, we got a whole bunch of guys like you in this town. That's why. Besides, you wouldn't like it here. This is, it's a quiet little town. In fact, you might say it's boring. But that's the way we like it. And I get paid to keep it that way. Yeah, see, that <laughs> establishes that we, we're all going to hate this bloke because yeah. he's rude. Um, the bloke you just wanted to get something to get to eat. Yeah, yeah. And it, it immediately you're like, the bloke said nothing. He's said nothing. He's, he's done, done nothing. nothing. Yeah, no, yeah. And you're just you're taking him out of town. It's yeah. very clear that he's he driving He literally him out drives of town. him to over a bridge, which is out of town. Yeah. It doesn't and even take yeah. him anywhere near the 30 miles to the yeah, diner. Yeah. Just takes him across a bridge, <laughs> which would you would say would be, in American terms, the city limits probably. City, city limits, yeah. Um, it says it when on the other end of the bridge, welcome to Hope, going back right, in. Right, exactly. But what does he do? He turns around. It's straight back over the bridge. Old mate police. And he sees in the rear view, he says, hello, what's happening here? And he drives back. Uh, I think before he got out of the car, he told him, he goes, get a haircut and a a bath. And a shave. And and have a shave and a haircut and whatever. But anyway, sees him heading back in town, reverses to reach him again, and it escalates. Let me see some ID. All right, you're under arrest. You hear me? Now put your hands on the car. Now, you put your hands on the car and you spread them. Now, you're going to put your hands on that car. How you do it, you decide right now. He, he finds his knife now. <laughs> Get your legs back. Get them back. 
try to be nice to some people. Well, what do we have here, huh? Why would you be carrying a knife like this? Hunting. Hunting a wise guy. What do you hunt with a knife? Name it. He says, he guess what do you hunt with a knife? Name it. Oh, right. In other words, I can hunt whatever you want with a knife, yeah, mate. Right. It's just that softly <laughs> spoken thing is, is hard when you're watching yeah. a movie. And, you know, you, I hate having to turn the volume up and down to hear things. Yeah. Um, and well, I, I've I get seen that enough that I, times to know, yeah. But yeah. I get that that's, uh, you know, an important technique in, in the mixing of a movie. Yeah. And it sets his character as being Can I, can I give you a suggestion? For some, I know some people love watching movies with the subtitles on. Mm. So they actually, you can hear. I hate it. I know people who I don't can't watch anything without my daughter can't watch anything, T V included, without having the subtitles on. That's yeah, just she just uh, she'll hear it better. Like, well, I think because she's probably on a phone and so she, if, if it's there in front of her rather than having to hear it and see it at the same time, she can see it. I don't know. <laughs> That's a whole other issue. Whole other whole other podcast that one. But uh, anyway, he's led in uh, into the station wearing handcuffs. Then he says, uh, I think the sheriff says, charge him for vagrancy and resisting arrest. Carrying a concealed weapon. Uh, he says, see if you can clean him up a bit. He smells like an animal. <laughs> I like it when the bloke on the desk gets his knife. He tests the sharpness of the knife. Just with, and it slices of paper with nothing. See, what's good about that is it's this fascination. This bloke's been given the knife and it's all happening around yeah. him. And he just goes, this thing looks really sharp. Yeah. This looks really, really sharp. And there it is. Slices know. paper in half. Yeah. You, uh, have you got any facts about the knife? Because I, I... I do. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Let's hold I'll leave it to Let's you. hold them for later. Okay, yes. But uh, they take him down to the cells... And they, uh, they've got to actually, they've got to ID him. So they got, oh. they, I think the bloke says your name. And Rambo's distracted. He sees the bars on the windows and he's having flashbacks. Yeah, this is where you start yeah. to get these Vietnam flashbacks yes. of different circumstances where he's clearly not been through a good ride in Vietnam yes. at all. So he's uh, he starts having those flashbacks, but they're obviously still trying to establish who he is. Hey, if you're looking for trouble, you came to the right place, buddy. Oh, wait a second. Hey, you got three seconds before I break your face in. He grabs his dog tags. He means it. Yeah, I do. Well, what do you know about the old Harry here as a soldier? Rambo. John Jay? <laughs> Remember I told you that was the quote from, the, yeah. from your millionaire question? Yes. So we know he's a soldier. He's having the PTSD flashbacks. I love this next bit where the bloke's trying to fingerprint him and he's, he's, he does want to do it. And then when he lets him go, he starts wiping the wiping finger. He goes, don't wipe it off. He gets the, he gets the, uh, they gets never the do get his fingerprints him. either. No, they don't. Um, and so then you see Will Teasel, the, the sheriff, come down and ask what the hell's going on. All right, what the hell is going on down here? Oh, nothing I can't handle. He won't let us print him, Will. Leave the ink on the hand. <laughs> Just what is your problem, huh? Now listen, hard ass. As things stand right now, you're facing the ass end of a 90-day incarceration plus a $250 fine, which you don't look to me like you can pay. At 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, you're going up in front of that judge. And you think we're tough. Now we're going to make you a little bit more presentable for your courtroom appearance. Now between now and then, you can just impress the hell out of me by doing exactly as you're told. So after that, the sheriff says, remember, go clean him up. Yeah. And so Galt, the other guy, gets the hose 
and he and he they're watching him undress. Did you see this bit? Yeah. And he and, and Mitch goes, "What the hell?" He sees all the scars yeah. on his. back. We see the scars from the back. Yeah, from that we see it from the front. No, no, we see it from the back. Oh, that's right. Then he turns the around. He turns yeah, around, yeah. and we get to see both sides. So he's thinking, "What the hell is this bloke <laughs> yeah. been through?" So they're yeah. wondering already. But then Galt remember comes up behind him and cracks him with the bloody thing and puts Kicks the boot in and everything. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm feeling sorry for him. Like, yeah, I think get, what has he done? Like, you're not feeling on. sorry for him here. You've got some issue in your life. I'll be honest. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But that's so. I think that's how it's presented. It's of course, presented of course. To make out that these guys are, you know, a, a thuggish set of you know yeah. sheriffs or police department. Well, and, yeah. yeah, that's a bit of a brutality going on there. Anyway, he's uh, they got the hose on him. I like how the black goes. Don't forget to get him behind the ears. And then <laughs> Mitch. Who, you know, Mitch goes away. He goes, what's the matter? Don't you like water sports? <laughs> He's having a good good old laugh. <clears throat> anyway, it's time then to shave him. Uh, so it seems they, like a really yeah, stupid idea from think, the get-go. So he, the, the blokes prepared even the shaving cream. And uh, then, yeah, we, uh, we see what goes down. That's okay, Warren. Don't worry about the soap. He's tough. Just shave him. Right. How blind are you? Can't you see this guy's crazy? Can't you see? I don't give a shit. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that's better. See there. I knew. You're just going to shave your partner. Take it easy. Take this, Mitch. Come on! Another flashback. Don't move. I don't want you to catch your own throat. So he uh, and then just, it's on like Donkey Kong. He just unleashes there. It's interesting um, because yeah. the the there is a clear separation of dynamic amongst the cops. Yeah, that young bloke Mitch. You know, there's this. You know, well, mate, well, it's okay, mate. Just calm. Yeah. We'll be right. Trying to get and on then there's the old thug. It's yeah. you know, there is a clear Absolutely. dynamic difference there. Yeah, I like that about it. And he he great he great. He, I think he it's a good push, scene. Pushes Galt back into the wall. He kicks the other bloke in the nuts, and then he. I think someone else comes down the stairs. He cracks him as well. Goes up the stairs. Gets his knife back. Yes. Remember from the desk. Yes. Now the scene. Do you remember where Lester comes up behind him and he he elbows him in the face? Mm. He actually broke his nose that spot. Oh. You see him with a remember the bandage on his nose. That yeah. that character. That that was when Stallone cracked him. He broke his nose for real in that scene. Wow. So that's not, how's that for realism? So that pain is him on the ground is real real pain. What? Yeah. So uh, he he grabs his knife, he escapes, steals a motorcycle. Do you like this? Yeah. Where the bloke's coming towards right. him and he goes, boom, sort of coat hangers him A little off bit of bike. great escape here, but we'll get to that. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I like to, what about when Galt comes out with the gun, tries to shoot him, and the, the sheriff goes, well, there's people down there, you yeah. idiot. So you know already, right? This bloke's a lo- he's mad. This guy's crackers wants yes. to get him. Yes, got you know he's he's, he's he wants to it's, score. It's interesting because you know he's really crackers, and then the sheriff is angry but not complete crackers. It's, yeah. it's very weird. But old school though, Dynamic. very much. And the motorcycle chases on, and then the obviously the sheriff gets in. He the cop stays car. close. The old yeah. sheriff does pretty good, given he so drives across the fields. Motor, like, and yeah, I know. And and that car keeps cops are beating too. Does it ever? And you know what? If you really want to be tough on the movie, the continuity is a little bit all Pretty over the place. Here, yeah. There's some bits where there's mud everywhere. Then the mud's <laughs> gone. And it's, if you really want to get into it, you can really pick it apart. But. I thought the chase was pretty good through the I loved fields, it. Yeah, into yeah. the mountains. This, what I love as a car guy, I love the on the gravel road in the mountain that that yep. car was really nicely slung around corners. 
Um, it was the only thing I. Yeah. It was just they were they were a bit close at times. You're like but he he got away, mate. Did what you, you like it about? when he drives and then the car goes down the embankment? It rolls. Yes, that wasn't intended. Oh, whoops. that just rolled, and they thought, oh, let's keep it in. So what they did, they put obviously Brian Denny. He wasn't driving. Right, right. They yeah. said, okay, let's keep Jump the car in, there. buddy. You let's get, get in, you out. Let's film you. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of became part yeah. of the movie. That's good. And then you see, um, I think in the in the in the background, you see Stallone of Rambo on his motorbike trying to yes. get up the hill, and then he eventually he struggles. Get, he eventually so loses it as well. I know you can hear me. You're finished. You've gone as far as you're gonna go. I really love the music in this movie. It is pretty good, isn't music it? Music is yeah, awesome yeah. in this movie. Uh, it really adds to the sort of the atmosphere of the movie. It's really cool. Now, here's the point where Rambo's uh, climbing up up higher higher into the mountain. Just up and up and up. It's yeah. a solid mountain too. But he comes across this sort of this abandoned shed and these old trucks. He grabs a rope or a cable or something. Yeah. And then he spots this old canvas sheet. Yeah. Now, just on that, that large piece of rotten canvas was actually there. On They just happened to find it as well. That wasn't put there. Wow. That was there. And so that's what Rambo uses to make, put it, make into work, like his, his warmth, his coat. And his Stallone still has that bit of canvas. No, really? He's joked. He goes, this is going to be a valuable bit of memorabilia one of these days. And he's still, got it, he's still got it to this day. That, that, that would be worth big money. I'd, you'd pay tens of thousands for that if you're a serious collector. I think it could be yeah. more. Yeah, probably more. But he owns it. He says he kept it and still in his position, possession to this day. Wow. Yeah. Now, the other cops have arrived. Uh, they said, right, I call our dog man, the dog tracker. Yep. And he says, bring the Dobermans because yep. it's going to rain and they need dogs that can hunt on site. Yes. You know that? The Doberman uh, can hunt on site? There you no, go. So it's not like a, a bloodhound. It's not just a normal not a sniffer dog. Yeah. yeah. Hunt on site. Yep. And also get yep. the bloody helicopter. Get the helicopter here. He goes, we'll get him. Here. I like how he says, we'll get him. No problem. And, uh, Very confident. Yeah. So now we're cut back to Rambo and he puts on, he, he's already cut up the canvas, puts it, puts it on, ties up the cable, grabs his knife, and then he moves up further. I think he's sort of going for altitude. He's sort well, of moving up further. Well, there's some wide shots where it's yeah. very foggy. And so yeah. what I deduce oh, he wants to get up above the cloud. He, he above wants to get into the cloud, line. yeah. Yes, okay, that, that makes sense. Uh, so we see, though, the guys come with the Dobermans. Jeez, they get here quick, yeah, by the way. They do, yeah. That's right. I mean, <laughs> that is a bit of a... There's yeah. a little bit of that yeah, going maybe, on yeah, here. There's a bit of time. They take some liberties with the time, yes. Think how long it would take to get the bloke, <laughs> contact the bloke, because there ain't no mobile yeah. phones. Get, get him here, here get yeah. him over, get the chopper in. It'd be at least an hour or two. Rambo's right? got bloody three hours yeah, later be in, in reality. He'll be in another yeah, state yeah. by now, that's right. <laughs> anyway, the Dobermans are there. And uh, I think one of the blokes comments, didn't we go deer hunting up here last year? And Rambo's uh, got gets he, he unscrews the bottom of the knife. Yep. And then you he's turns got a out it's a compass. So yep. he sort of you know, knows his way around. He's going even higher. Uh and but there there were the, they he comes to a cliff though. I think he comes and he goes, Oh geez, I've yeah. sort of dead He's end running, 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 yeah. running, and then he's oh a cliff and yeah. he looks cliff down face. and yeah. it's sheer cliff. But it's, then he hears the dogs behind him, he actually sees them in the distance and yes. he decides to scale down the cliff wall. Yes. And this is when the helicopter shows up. Yes. And who's hanging out the side? Old mate Angus. But our man Galt, and uh, he's already, he, he decides he's going to take a shot at this dude as well. What the hell's going on? What are you doing? We're just supposed to spot him. Hold it, Steady. I can't. 
draft. Jesus, Carl, he's stuck there. He can't go anyplace. Maybe you don't buy this thing, right? I swear to God, I won't kill you. Jesus, sir. So he was having a few <laughs> shots at him, and he 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 was blowing up the the chopper because he unharnessed himself. But it was well done because yeah. the chopper pilot. It was it was shaky as heck, yeah. right? So it would have been hard to shoot, which made it realistic that he missed him. Yes. Um, but also then the chopper pilot gives a reasoning for the difficult yeah, the piloting, thermo, thermal, thermal thermal draft. draft. And yes. Like, I just went, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, sometimes you go, how does, uh, yeah. wouldn't he be able to do that? But, but just Rambo, believed every minute of it. Rambo didn't want to hang around. He's thinking eventually he's going to hit him. So That's he, right. he looks down and sees a tree and... It makes the decision to dive off the and cliff. And you know what's funny? When he was at the top of the cliff, having run there and gone, oh, what do yeah, I do? Yeah. I immediately went, mate, jump onto the tree. Yeah. Like, that was my first See, mate, thought. There, you're, you're Rambo. Too. I'm Rambo. There you go. Wouldn't and have he... done it myself. I just would have gone, <laughs> surrender. He dives <laughs> off the cliff and you know, head first into the tree. And uh, he's, you can hear the branches breaking as he comes down. He gets hooked on a branch. Ends up at the bottom. I think he, he cuts his arm, which yes. you see him sew up later. And then he, the chopper flies down to, to his level, yep. right? And so he's behind the tree. That's his only cover. And there he, whatever way he goes, he's being shot at. But then he grabs the rock, remember? Just and throws. Just like, instinctively throws it, hits the helicopter. The bloke loses it. Galt falls out, yep. dies. Gonski. So he goes down, falls down on the rocks. Solid dead, fall. Dead ski, yeah. So yep. uh, even what happens, the chopper flies away, of course. And Rambo goes down to the body takes his weapon and his jacket as well. So he's thinking, okay, this bloke's dead. He doesn't need his jacket anymore. I've got the weapon. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking, I'm ransacking the body here. Yeah. Right? The sheriff is up on the cliff. They get to that point yep. and they spot Galt dead on the rocks below. So they're thinking, oh, geez. But the cut to Rambo stitching himself up. Oh, how, mate. How can I just say, this, this is one of the best makeup yeah. scenes I've seen in a very well, long time, right? Because... Yeah, I, I admit, yeah. my first thought was, oh, like it's a you know, fake arm. But it was an you, appliance you can, on his arm. You can see yeah. his, his muscle flexing and everything. Yeah. So that gives, yeah. the muscle movement gives it realism. Yes. And so you go, it's just such a great little bit of, um, yeah. bit of stick on, let's call it. Well, that, that not only oozes blood, but yeah. has the has the thickness for him to actually sew, to sew through. Yeah. So good. Well, you know what they did? They went to test how real it was. Mm. They went to a local hospital during the lunch break in the movie and the blood was still pumping from this hidden wound, right? Yeah. And they, they, they thought, oh, my God. They thought, what have you done to yourself? So they, and he, he said, look, they were freaking out. And he just said, look, you know what? Just give me some Tylenol. I should be fine. <laughs> and they, they thought it was a genuine wound. Wow. So he, a hospital thought, a doctor thought, wow, that's real. So That's pretty cool. Real enough for the audience as well. And I was very impressed with that because it's little yeah. things like that that can bring – a scene undone. Yeah. Are you, you know? are you are you not good at the sight of blood? How do you No, go? I'm pretty good with it. Yeah. I don't look, by the way, on TV, I don't know what I'd be like if it was real. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm pretty good with it like that. Yeah. But like I, he I just, was sewing himself up and it was I pretty... just think that that kind of thing, because you're meant to get this impression of his his intense, you know, yeah. injury. I'm not gonna say pain because there's a reason why he doesn't, you know, feel pain. Yeah. But the 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 scale of the injury and his ability to sew it used to himself. Yeah. And so if it He's wasn't, a survivor. Yeah. if it was just one of those, you know, open gashes with some blood that sat there, yeah. it'd be good. But this thing oozed when he touched it. It was great. It was amazing. It looked pretty good. Now, from the top of the cliff, you see Rambo comes out with his hands up. They spot him. Yep. And uh, he he does speak to them. Well, looks like he wants to turn himself in. There's one man dead. 
Like where he pretended fire. he pretended he was hit, yeah. So that's a bit of gamesmanship. He thought I want them to think I'm hurt. Yeah, I, I didn't notice that to be honest. He went, he went, he sort of grabs his face. He goes, "Ah, oh, he, he sort of like he got hit in the face." Right. So, and then I think the sheriff says after that um, that you know the they got him, we think yeah. he's hurt. So he's uh, next scene is the sheriff calling from the gorge. You know, Galt's dead. They're standing around his body. He says, "Where's that bloody chopper?" Uh, we don't want his body to be out here or not, but we do find out, though, some more information about our man Rambo. Galt's yeah. dead, all right. Where the hell is that goddamn chopper? He won't come, Will. Says there's a storm headed your way. I don't give a goddamn what's on its way. I want that chopper back here right now. I don't want Galt's body out here all night. I'll do what I can. Listen, Will, you sure pick one a hell of a guy to mess around with. Just came over the teletype a few minutes ago. John Rambo is a Vietnam vet. Green Beret, Congressional Medal of Honor. Guy's a war hero. Jesus, that freak? I knew there was something about that guy. I double-checked it, Will. What do you want me to do? I want you to do what I told you to do, goddammit. Get that chopper back here now. Out. So the, the chief, I reckon the, the, the sheriff was a bit taken aback by that. Yeah. And he said, do what I told you to do in the first place. And I think following that, he I think Mitch says, oh, God, war hero. And that's when I think um, the sheriff grabs him and says, look at him, boy. He goes, you, you know, this is our man. He's dead yeah. now because that bastard out yeah. there, that freak out there. Um, next thing we see is Rambo sharpening wood, setting traps. The storm's yeah. closing in, right? And so they're, the, the, they're well, going to go up thing, to hunt him. So the one thing that doesn't present i think well in this movie is the passage of time yes i think that it think and maybe the three time. hour cut might yeah. have given that more yeah it might have filled in the because gaps, there's yeah. some things that happen which we'll get to that yeah. you're like how do you have time to do that but because yeah. it doesn't feel like no, that's true given that like, longer cut you're probably right there was all these other little scenes where, where they, the dobe, they picked up the dobermans and they yeah. you know, all that and sort all of this stuff. all this which trap is making, necessary really isn't it? all this trap making would have been longer and yeah. all that kind of stuff yeah, i just feel like yeah. The, yeah, that's probably the but only I think thing. Yeah. You'd agree, short is better here. Oh, for sure. But uh, we know that he's up to something. The Dobermans are there again. Um, I like this bit where the two officers have a little bit of a fight. He yeah. goes, oh, they say, oh, one bloke calls him a pansy. He goes, put down the gun, mate. I'll show you he's a pansy. And they have a little, <laughs> little fight, remember? So Mitch and the other guy. Yeah. So they're, they've, uh, I think, because Mitch is kind of more in, on Rambo's side, sort of yeah. thing. He's sort of uh, more sympathetic with him. Uh, anyway, they spot him and they let the dogs loose. And what do you hear though? He shoots the he shoots them dead. So that oh, was, mate, I'm, glad, I'm glad we never saw that. We only not heard that. Happy. Yeah, but then the she, the handler gets shot as well. Yes. He goes, he got me. Remember his legs bleeding. Um, the lightning flashes again. Did you like this bit where they have a better look? And he goes, oh, it's a bloody scarecrow. So how's that for a tactic, right? To flush them out. Yeah. Let the dogs loose. Mate. Smart, isn't it? Genius. Smart. Genius. How how he did that. Uh, anyway, he lets the last dog loose, and you don't hear a gunshot, though. You hear uh, yeah, he must okay. be stabbed, so they assume that he, he might be out of ammo. got to get this guy to a doctor. What? God damn it, get your belt around there fast. Where's the first aid kit? I left it in the car. Shit. Where'd you get the gun? I mean, our golf's gun. 
Yeah, that ammo. How do you know that? Because whatever killed that last dog was no bullet, that's how. So he said, look, what we're going to do now, we're going to spread out. We're going to form a skirmish line. So, you know, 50 feet apart, move forward. And uh, he goes, there's no way out except through us. And you're thinking, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how you that's go the there. That's the way it is, all right? So um, I do love this, how his Mitch is sort of near a tree. Do you see this? Where if you look really closely, if you know, again, you yeah. see it as many times, but if you look really closely, bottom left of the screen, Rambo has got the, these leaves on his back. You can just yep. see his arm in the foreground. Yep. And he jumps up and turns Mitch around, stabs him in the butt. Oh. So in the stab him in the ass. Right? It's a very strange. Yeah. Decision. So it's a real fleshy part of your body. So he goes in. In he get. So he. That's one. That's one. Um, and then he. What happens then? He goes. He starts screaming. Uh, you know, will will. And they're all. They're all. It's mayhem. Yep. So they're all moving in different directions, right? And what they're doing. They're walking into the other traps. Yes. And so the second bloke gets the he jumps on him jumps from the on tree. Him. That's a cool one. And stabs him too in the leg. Yeah. And he's on his way. Um I think he he breaks his arm too. He, I think he grabs his shoulder yeah. and dislocates I his shoulder an arm when he's issue, on the yes. deck, yeah, as well. That's what he does to him. Um so the last bloke there, there is another guy who gets pulled out pulled down and then, then he he straps him up to the tree. Yeah, you remember this? Ties bit? him up. But then, in the meantime, someone else is yelling. Someone's walked into, into a, like the wood, the wood traps. Stakes. Yeah, that's the one that I look at and I go, yeah. "How do they have time to make that?" Yeah, well, he was sharp. That's my out. passage that's, of yeah, time. Exactly you know right. I mean? Well, that kind of explains it then. Yeah, but he's again screaming out, "Will, Will!" And so the only person not wounded here is the sheriff. Yes. And so when we see when we see him walking past a tree, did you did this sort of scare you a no, bit? I knew he, what he was came out here. of nowhere. I could have killed them all. I could have killed you. I've been telling you the law. Out here, it's me. Don't push it. Don't push it. I'll give you a war you won't believe. Let it go. Let it go. I love in this bit where he just slumps to the ground and just puts his head in his hands yeah. and he's he's thinking, oh he's my God. He's definitely pissed his pants. Yeah, yeah. He's thinking, wow. Also, that knife was really, really sharp. Yeah. He, he just sort of cuts him a little bit. A little, does little he tiny But he's pushing yeah. that knife against yeah. his throat. If it was actually as sharp as it was when it was yeah. cutting that bit of paper, maybe would have maybe been a bigger injury. Left I a red line, maybe. Yeah, a little bit more than Put a red line. Put a bit line, of red paint on the end of it, maybe, yeah, to, like little, you've little, cut him. A little more. It definitely left yeah. a mark, but Solid I think knife. It, I think it should have left. The, there should have yeah. been a bit of bit of skin skin pulsing blood. Maybe. Not artery, <laughs> maybe just blood. So we the next thing we see, they've set up a base camp. There's this is now blocks. like it's now it's a full on operation. Uh, you know, yeah. it's, it's like hunt. a big deal. Manhunt. Yes. The media's here. Yeah, it's all happening. Roadblocks, ambulances. Um, they're talking to about jurisdiction. He said, "Don't give me shit about jurisdiction." The sheriff feels, "Look, this is it. we we're not going to hand this over. We're going to do yeah. this." And I think it's interesting because yeah. in America, unlike in Australia, their jurisdictional problems are extreme. They've got police, yeah. sheriff. State police, yeah, FBI, federal there's police. so many yeah, things, true. it's complicated. But uh, then we hear the first media report. Somewhere in this rugged mountain countryside, possibly above the snow line, shrouded in mist, the fugitive John Rambo is hiding. Units of the state police, along with local members of the National Guard, are now being mobilized. What still remains unexplained by local authorities is just how and where the former Green Beret 
came into possession of the weapons with which he allegedly killed one deputy sheriff and tried to kill six others. Only their skilled training and police enforcement techniques saved their lives. And word now is that the fugitive will be in custody in a matter of hours. That is such a police line, <laughs> isn't it? Their skills saved their lives. Skills and training. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. I laughed yeah. at that too. I'm glad you picked that up. Yeah. But we do find out there's a brief exchange with uh, the dude who, who had his nose broken, Lester. Yeah. He comes in and gives him papers and he says, look, what is it, mate? And he says, look, Mitch said Galt and a couple of the deputies were a little hard on the guy. And he says, look, I, I, I laughed at this bit where if the prisoner has a problem, he comes to me. As if he's going to do that. Like they're yeah. bashing the crap out of him. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Sheriff, your friends are bashing me. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Also, the one yeah. guy that most set him off is the guy he's going to go to? Yeah, I don't think e so. Exactly right. We uh we the the operation's underway, but uh, we do know that there's some help come from Washington. Have a possessed God in heaven to make a man like Rambo. God didn't make Rambo. I made him. Who the hell are you? Sam Trotman. Colonel Samuel Trotman. Look, we're a little busy this morning, Colonel. What can I do for you? I've come to get my boy. Your boy? I recruited him. I trained him. I commanded him in Vietnam for three years. I'd say that makes him mine. So, a bit more, bit of context now about who, who Rambo is yep. and how his skills. But I do love this bit, though, where they're talking about, look, Rambo's a civilian. He's my problem now. But I, I love this line from Troutman. I don't think you understand. I didn't come here to rescue Rambo from you. I came here to rescue you from him. <laughs> That's a great line. <laughs> well, we all appreciate your concern, Colonel. I will try to be extra careful. I'm just amazed that he allowed any of your posse to live. Is that right? Strictly speaking, he slipped up. You're lucky to be breathing. That's just great. Colonel, you came out here to find out why one of your machines blew a gasket. You don't seem to want to accept the fact that you're dealing with an expert in guerrilla warfare. With a man who's the best. With guns, with knives, with his bare hands. A man who's been trained to ignore pain. Ignore weather. To live off the land. To eat things and to make a billy goat puke. In Vietnam, his job was to dispose of enemy personnel. To kill. Period. Win by attrition. Well, Rambo was the best. And we do see him actually the, the next moment killing a wild boar. He's got yeah. his knife and he gets the boar and he does he does it. He said he hunts yeah. with the knife he hunts. and he yeah, hunts it. Yeah. Takes it back to the to this old mining he, shaft. He, he, he's he found. cuts cuts a solid uh, pork yeah. leg off. Yeah, that's, that's like a Christmas ham. That yeah. size of that thing. Yeah. And so he cuts that off. And I like how when he goes back into the cave, remember the, the little my, old mine. Yes. He sets up the little tin can that the 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 barrel. Yeah. With a little branch underneath it, so if someone comes near it, it'll make a noise, like a little I'll alarm system. I'll be honest, I didn't understand that alarm system because yeah. it's not like he he had a trap wire onto that branch. It was like a branch, just like yeah, a, but the branch yeah. was just sitting under the thing. But it would it, you could easily disturb it if you walk past uh, it. I didn't it, think it, it would make good. it. I think Rambo stuffed yeah. up with that one. <laughs> anyway, back to the sheriff. He says, "Well, what do we do now?" And his suggestion is Troutman's suggestion is, "Look, let him go." Yeah. Let him pass through. Make a he. What yeah. he, I think he suggests open a, a gap for a, him a, to get a, out. A, a subtle gap because yeah. he'll find it and yes. let him get out, and then he'll turn up in Seattle, and and job will be done. But old mates like, no nah, mate, I'm doing my police yeah. work. I'm not letting Seattle. I like what he says. He says that we might be a small hick town, but we're expected to do our duty. Yeah, is what he says. Yeah. Um, and he says, look, if you're serious about helping get him out, come with me. And he takes him 
uh, to the little radio centre. They've got a radio set up because apparently Rambo stole a radio. As from you one would. Of the, you yeah, would have so stolen it from Here in the Dom. back chat, the crosstalk. Yep. And so uh, you see Rambo's listening. He's slicing a bit of meat and having a feed. He's got his fire happening. He's yep. having a bit of dinner. And they tell him, look, you're surrounded. Uh, and, and they mention he's listening. And, of course, the Troutman says, of course he's listening, but he's not going to break radio silence. But what they suggest is for Troutman to give him a call. Copy leader to identify Baker T. Rambo, Mesner, Ortega, Coletta, Jorgensen, Danforth, Barry, Krakauer. Confirm. This is Colonel Troutman. Talk to me, Johnny. They're all gone, sir. It's him. Get on it. Rambo, are you all right? Over. Baker team, they're all dead, sir. Not Delmore Barry. He made it. Barry's gone too, sir. Yeah, he says there he goes. He got himself killed in Nam. Didn't even know it. Didn't even know. It. That's yeah. a really cool line. Yeah. Because that that goes back to what the the family he said. Brought back you know, with him, yeah. he brought it back with him. So they uh, they do find that he's, and by he's the way, talking. Vietnam vets watching this would feel that like that would Absolutely, be exactly mate. how Absolutely, they feel about yeah. it. Yeah, but the conversation goes on. We'll talk about that when you come in. I can't do that, sir. Well, look, John, we can't have you running around out there wasting friendly civilians. There are no friendly civilians. Well, I'm your friend, Johnny. I was there with you knee-deep in all that blood and guts. I covered your ass more than once. Seems like bailing you out of trouble is getting to be a lifetime job for me. There wouldn't be no trouble except for that king shit cup. All I wanted was something to eat. <laughs> but the man kept pushing, sir. Well, you did some pushing of your own, John. They drew first blood, not me. Yeah. Look, Johnny. Let me come in and get you the hell out of there. They drew for his blood. Stephen. Love it. Loving when Love the title it. of the movie. Can I Love just stop it. here for a moment? Yeah. Um, I would have always referred to this movie as Rambo. Yeah. It, it, I, I think w- w- I've, I've seen it referred to as Rambo colon First, first blood, blood. Right. Just to get. Because you, 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 if someone says, oh, First Blood, you don't immediately associate no, with Rambo with that's it. That's what I'm thinking. So I've seen it advertised as Rambo. It's like when they changed. Um, you know, remember the first Indiana Jones movie was just called was just Raiders, called Raiders, of, the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Ark. Now it's called Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Right. So I think I've seen this with a Rambo um, title Attach- on it like as well. Yeah. Basically, I think because they created in the in the run of movies, they created such all, an iconic yeah, character. Rambo in the title. Post, you know, yeah. it's it's theater run and all that. Yeah. It's a good way to capitalize on the. Absolutely, Even now, mate, on yeah. the on the name Rambo. Well, bit of trivia for you. <clears throat> Rambo First Blood Part 2 is what the second one's called. Right. Co-written by James Cameron. Wow. Yeah. So he was involved in writing the script Very for that cool. one. That's set in um, Thailand, I think, or Vietnam, Thailand, and in Asia. Yes, right. That's a good movie. We'll, we'll cover that eventually. <laughs> anyway, that little radio conversation, though, Leads gave them. up his position. Yeah. So they've got to set a good fix on him. He's northwest or wherever. Bit, it of, says, uh, bit yeah. of 24 triangulation yeah. of, the, of the signal there. So the National Guard are moving towards Rambo's position here. Yeah. I love this bit where they're walking beside the river. And, and they walk straight past Rambo's him. Rambo's there. <laughs> they don't realise it. He's <laughs> sitting in, there. He's the probably man. just breathing. Like he's half submerged, eh? And he gets up. He's all wet. And I'm thinking, he was just there. Shit, he's there. It just reminded me of Call of Duty. Get him. When you're sitting there and you're waiting in the weeds. <laughs> waiting for you. Have they walked past? 
Yeah. No, in the campaign. Yeah. Sitting there waiting for them to yes. walk past and then you stand up and you're, ah, oh, no, there's still a bloke coming. Yeah. You've been seen. There's one bit there just on well, Call of Duty. There's one bit where you're supposed to sit still and I kept getting killed every time. Yeah. And I thought, I'm going to be proactive. I just attacked them and I, yeah. I got through it. That, I, I, <laughs> I, I was the same. That's, that's how Going I did down it. towards the lighthouse. That's how I did yeah, it. Yeah, good. There you go, mate. Yep. That's a tip for first Call of, uh, Call <laughs> of Duty Modern Warfare 2 players. Anyway, back to First Blood here. And we see that uh, Rambo is... The, the, he's right near the National Guard, but I love this bit where he's in the woods and he spots a young kid hunted, like hunting with his dad. Yes. And he in the kids. Do you think himself. they were hunting with their dad or were they no. part of the, glo- they the were, community they were search trying party? To, they were part of the search party from right. him, I reckon. Yes. And he sees the kid and the kid shit himself and he's got his knife. He throws his knife. Remember, he throws his gun away. Yes. It doesn't hurt him. No. And when he runs away, the kid goes, Pa, Pa, I spotted him. And then they yeah. go, There he is. And so they were part of the posse yeah. to catch I felt like, him. you know, when the SES is out. Looking for people, and then the community come in as yeah. well. It's just that's what I felt. I like. thought it was they were out there too. Second mate. run, yeah, absolutely. And um, they uh, they spot him, and they start shooting, and then that draw, draws the attention of the national guard. So they're sort of closing in on his position. Yep. He heads back to the mine shaft, and he said, and they said, well, well, now we've got him. They, I think, the oh, this is a bit made me laugh. Teasel on the sheriff on the radio goes, okay, just no, just surround him. No shooting. Then the next thing you see is them, everyone yeah, shooting yeah. at him. Everyone's shooting and he comes yeah. out with a machine gun and just <laughs> lays it down. And they all shit themselves. <laughs> they, it's at that he point, sweeps back, yeah. It's at that point that I, don't, I, I think most people would have realised only at this point, this is the National yeah. Guard. It's not like yeah. it's the Army. They're the weekend warriors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so basically they're shitting themselves. All right, Steve. Yo. I want you and Bruce, head around these trees, go to the front of that mine. Screw that, Clinton. I ain't going up there. No way. <laughs> Raymond? What? I want you to go into that mine. Oh, not me. What do you mean, not me? Look, I do this part-time. I didn't come here to get killed. Now, he's probably in there just waiting for us. What's wrong with you, Clinton? (laughs) So, can I tell you something that I think is the most genius about this part? The names. Steve, Clinton, Bruce, Raymond. They are not... Army yeah. names. Well, and and that, that that's a good point. That's their actual names. Those actors. Really? That's their actual names. So, Apart from Clinton, the others are that their names. Because if you think about war army movies, yeah. it's normally surnames for a start. Yeah. Rambo, yep. John Rambo. Yeah, Troutman. Um, yeah, yeah. And also, if they've got a first name that gets used, it's much more, I don't know, butch and army-like. <laughs> so Whereas this is I shows, genuinely think shows that they're amateurs. They yeah. went, is that, do you know what I mean? Like, I really think... That they went, you know, well, let's just use their real name. No, exactly it was probably scripted as being yeah, something exactly else, and they went, they actually, nah, you go picked, with Clinton. You picked it up. <laughs> you picked it up. But then they have another idea. Who's got the rocket launcher? Rocket launcher. I do. Come here, Earl. Great. Rambo, it's your last chance to come out. Maybe we should wait. Earl, this creep is a killer. Besides, I'm in charge, and I say we blow it up. Now fire that thing. Just let me get out of the way first. <laughs> <laughs> so they do. They blast it. But as he's as they're, as he's about, they're about to fire, he knows what's going to go down. And he runs back into the cave. Yeah. So massive explosion. The bloke goes, bullseye. And then they're all happy, thinking that, he, that they've got him. I mean, it's pretty clear. Yeah. The place has been yeah. destroyed. Oh, right? yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, they arrive at the cave. They hear what the kerfuffle. They go up the hill. Then you find, did you notice this bit, the National Guard taking photos? Did you see the photo they were trying to take? 
Yeah, it was like the like the iconic flag. Like the raising photo. the flag on Iwo yes. Jima. Yeah. yeah, that's what they were trying to imitate. Yes. But then we see our man Sheriff arrive. Damn it. What the hell do you think this is? Some kind of a circus? Get the hell out of here. Clinton, Jesus. Didn't you get the word, Clinton? I told you people to wait until I got up here. Well, he was shooting at us, Will. Come on, I wasn't taking any chances. Christ, what a mess. Gonna have to dig his body out of there right away. Oh, man. I mean, you can't get a dozer up here. You're gonna have to find somebody to dig him out. Well, it's your mess, Clinton. You clean it up. Will, come on! I gotta be back at the drugstore tomorrow. You better get started <laughs> right away, Clinton. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I gotta get back to work. <laughs> so Rambo's in the cave. You yeah. know he's you know he's survived. Yes. He lights a torch. He's trying to find a way out. I think he, I like this bit where. You know, the, the draft, where the wind's coming from. Yes. He's trying to work out where it's coming from. Yes. So that was really smart. Um, the You see the sheriff come back out and talk to Troutman again. I thought you said he was the best you ever trained. However, he may have ended up, there was a time when he was very special. Special my ass. He was just another drifter that broke the law. Vagrancy, wasn't it? That's going to look real good on his gravestone at Arlington. Here lies John Rambo, winner of the Congressional Medal of Honor. Survivor of countless incursions behind enemy lines. Killed for vagrancy in Jerkwater, USA. Jerkwater. Don't give me any of that crap, Troutman. You think Rambo was the only guy who had a tough time in Vietnam? He killed a police officer, for Christ's sake. You're goddamn lucky he didn't kill all of you. So, yeah, uh, you're thinking. I love how that you're there thinking he's dead, but we know he's not. We know. He's, love yeah, that. I love straight that. Straight up. Um, I love knowing something other characters don't. I also love that... And I'm not a survivalist, but I've watched enough Man vs. Wild. Um, but, <laughs> Makes you, you an know, expert. His, yeah, that flame's not going to last. But he actually then finds some kerosene or something. Yeah, and, and soaks And, his, and tears, tears up, up part of the canvas. Yep. And then there's a moment where I'm thinking, mate, that thing's going to go out. And he pulls a separate bit of canvas. Like he yeah, had. He feeds Like it. he genuinely. Starts with his knife, then he finds a pole. He gets a, like yeah, a like longer pole, it, a stick it, or something. It felt real. Yeah. Oh, that's what I really like about this whole cave right. scene. Yeah. Apart from the rats. You can take the rats. That's disgusting. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what happens here. Eh? Everyone, uh, he, he's trying to find his way out. I think he falls in the water and then there's all these rats on his back. Yeah. And he's throwing them around. Yeah. Now, I'm not a fan of rats either, mate. No. Next scene, cut to the bar. Troutman and the sheriff are in there. Uh, sheriff arrives and he goes, look, I just want to apologize for what happened before. And he goes, look, that yep. means nothing now, mate. But he, uh, he did sort of mention this. I wanted to kill that kid. I wanted to kill him so bad I could taste it. Doesn't sit well with that badge. It can get confusing sometimes. In Vietnam, you can bet that Rambo and I got pretty confused. We had orders. When in doubt, kill. What the hell? You're a civilian. I mean, you can go home to your wife and your house and your little flower garden. You're under no pressure to figure all this out. Yeah, what about you, Colonel? What did you figure out from all of this, huh? I mean, what would you have done with him if he came in? Would you wrap your arms around him, give him a big sloppy kiss? Or would you have blown his brains out? So, yeah, we'll get into a bit of book V film later. Right. But uh, that, that's, that's, keep that, put a pin in that one. And I think the other thing about that little um, speech there from Troutman yeah. was, again, it was a bit of a nod to the time, to the yeah. feelings of the Vietnam vets, the feelings of those that were there, 
the fact that they were literally just killing people aimlessly. There's yeah. a lot of lot of casualties for no reason on the other yeah. side. And I think this spoke to that. It's just you know, absolutely. It's mate. funny because it didn't need to be the theme of the story. No. It just needed to be acknowledged. Otherwise, it, yeah. it wouldn't have felt right. Of course, I think that's cool. We do see Rambo's found an escape shaft. Yep. He, he climbs up the shaft. He uh, he sees the National Guard not far from him. The National Guard are pretty pretty dumb. Yeah, they, can't find, they can't find it. They can't ever. hear someone rustling through the bushes. Yeah. yeah. But what he does, he gets up to this embankment and sees these the truck coming down. So he does decides to hijack Judy it. Jump onto the truck. Yeah. Does, does, like, tell he, Stephen and I've been playing Call of Duty in, lately. Yeah, an Indiana Jones style jump on the truck. Yeah. And he gets in there and he goes, what do you got in the back, mate? And he says, oh, an M60. And he goes, okay, out you go. Pushes him out. Yep. So he's driving this truck solo with an M60 in the back. It's um, a very, very big gun. Cut back to the sheriff's office and uh, we hear something over the radio. Looks like somebody pulled the plug too soon. That Rambo guy is on the loose again. Shit. Roger, Steve, This is Trapper. We're sending up roadblocks on Highway 26. Hey, Will, it, it's Rambo. He's still around. <laughs> I like this bit where you see that the camera's way back in the station and you yeah. they're filming inside his office. And when he says that, you see the sheriff stand up and as if to say, God damn it. Great. He stands up. It's good. So uh, we know he's alive. Uh, he's uh, We know he's still around. Then the chase starts. Now, this is, remember, he's driving the truck and he tries to knock the police car off the road. Yep. But what he does, I like how he steers it. Uh, this random parked car there. Did yeah, you notice random, that? random. Yeah. It's in the middle of nowhere. How oh, it happens to be there? No one in it. Just yeah. Car. We're just going to steer the, your little your car into that and, and explode. And it doesn't just have an accident. Yeah, it explodes, it explodes full, to pieces, Hollywood of course. style. Of course. Um, so he does, though. There's a roadblock ahead of him. This was interesting. What did you think here? He said, oh, he's screwed. No, you I just thought, knew he was going to drive gonna straight through. through. And I did <laughs> love the fact that the truck appeared to do what I thought it would do, which wasn't just bash through. It kind of leaped uh, into the air a little yeah. bit. There's a bit of How better, do they do that? There's a bit of Hollywood in that, but yeah. still it's 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 the right sort of theatre for Gets a roadblock. Gets through, block. and he does get through. Shoots, They shoot at him, drives into town, straight through a petrol bowser. Yeah, like... So he's, I think, from seeing this many times, he's trying to create distractions in different parts yes. of town, so oh, the, the they whole, don't know where to go. It's basically, the rest of the movie is him trying yeah. to distract havoc and move move the eye and create chaos, as I described yeah. it to you in the town. Yes, that's correct. And so he's uh, drives through the petrol browser, grabs the weapon from the back, which is a a big ass very, machine gun very big, with ammo powerful. and everything, so solid. Because this is the also. So the M60 is not just an enormous weapon. It uses one of those belt rounds. So yeah. the, the bullets are belted together and they, they feed through the weapon. Yep. And critically, they can be strapped across you in a cross shape and around as a belt. And that's the iconic yeah. Rambo look is the, is it ever. Is the, the bullet belts. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the, the Bowser's ablaze, uh, grabs the weapon. There's explosions going off. Will sends the deputies out. I love this. He says, you guys go out there. I'll stay here. Uh, Rambo's roaming the streets. I think the next thing to blow up was the car dealership. You saw the cars just... Pew. And I liked how they did it because the backs of the cars rose further because that's where the petrol tanks are. Yeah. So that, that's how a car would blow up. If it blew up, the petrol tank would go first. Very rare and for the a rear, car to blow up the at rear, all like yeah, that. Okay, but the rear of the car went up. I, I liked how that little bit of accuracy there at least. But uh, then Will gets on the blower uh, and makes... Uh, like a, a town speaker system. Yeah. Attention all civilians. For your own safety, please evacuate the streets immediately. Remain indoors until you receive further instructions. I repeat, this is a police emergency. Please evacuate the streets immediately. So Troutman turns up at the police station, and uh, then the sheriff lays this on him. We found Rambo's body. 
As a matter of fact, it stole an army truck, blew up a gas station the other side of town. <laughs> the kid is resilient. <laughs> Why don't you forget what you're thinking and clear out what you can? Get the fuck out of here, Troutman, and you take your advice with you. When I talked to you earlier this afternoon, you knew he was still alive, didn't you? I suspected. Sure. Sure, that's why you stuck around. You trained him. You taught him how to get out of places like that cave. But he's not going to get out of this place. Teasel, you and all your men couldn't handle him before. Now, what makes you think you can handle him now? Because God knows what damage he's prepared to do. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So, look, he says, look, if I, I've got to... I've got to, this is my job, it's my town. So, that, you know, that's, you've got to give the sheriff some credit that he's still, he's not yep. sort of saying, oh, you guys do it, it's too hard for me. He's still yep. hanging he's in there. He's hanging in there. He's, he's hanging he's, in there. He hasn't called in for yeah. any reinforcement. He's ready to go. So Rambo, uh, he's roaming the town. Uh, you see the deputies fighting the fires. He will, the, the sheriff goes to the roof and he's looking down into the station. So what Rambo's doing, he's shooting all the power transformers, causing all the blackouts. Yes. So he's thinking darkness, you know, that's going to be his friend. Uh, I love this bit where he goes to the gun shop. And I'm thinking, what is he going there for? No, he, a, does he need ammo? He's just going to exactly. create another explosion. He looks at a box and he goes, nah. And he, yeah. So it's like he's looking for a particular yeah, set. He looks for gunpowder. And he just pulls all the all the ammo down. Yeah. So he piles And then he's together. looking for, think, I think he's looking for little uh, like canisters of kerosene or petrol yeah. or something, right, to light fires. Like and then a, he grabs these two big ones. Like I'm a thinking, detonator, yeah. I'm thinking they're just fuel of some sort. Yep. But nah, they're gunpowder. And he, and he sprinkles them down, sets them alight, and not just sets them alight, but they then set off yeah. all of the ammo which has now fallen on the floor Crazy. and it basically becomes fireworks. So it's the massive explosion, another destruction. Yep. I do love this bit where he sees the police station and he actually spots the sheriff pop, pop his head up yep. on the roof. So he knows that's where he is. Gotcha. So what does he do? He heads. Uh, he starts shooting up the station member. He yes. just opens fire, just shreds it and then he decides to go inside. Um, he, uh, I do like this bit where he looks, sees the sheriff above him and through the skylight, shoots him through the roof. Sheriff falls down through the skylight. Now, Brian Dennehy did that stunt himself. Wow. Yeah. He fell through the ceiling of the station and shattered his ribs when he landed. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so he said, ouchie, that hurt. But then you see Rambo standing above him. Go ahead. Go ahead, you crazy son of a bitch. Finish Rambo! Rambo, don't do it. Listen to me, Rambo. You have no chance. So drop your weapon. I'm going to order the chopper in and fly you back to Bragg. Hold your fire! Kern! Hold your fire! Hold your fire! Hold your fire! Think about what you're doing. The building's perimeter is covered. No exit. There are nearly 200 men out there and a lot of M16s. You did everything to make this private war happen. You've done enough damage. This mission is over, Rambo. Do you understand me? This mission is over. So pretty heavy now. And he yeah. knows. He, <laughs> I think he's seeing that there's really no way out here. But this is the first, I'm not going to say acting that Stallone does. Like he's yeah, acting, no, acted the whole movie, but... This is the first real time you hear talk. This is talk. the first monologue yeah. acting. This is him saying stuff now. Like because I think... He hardly spoken a word. I think if you were to unpack actors generally, yeah. you can see some that are great at delivering with emotion, lines, and yep. that's 
that's their best performance. Others that are actual performers physically, right? Yeah. And, you know, there's no doubt Stallone is a great performer physically, yeah. whether it's in the boxing ring yeah. or in action, you know, movie, in action yeah. movies like yeah. this. He, he's not known for, you know, his yeah, voice, true, let alone true. his monologues. And this is actually a bit hard to ex- understand at some points because yeah. he's in true Stallone style. <laughs> it's, it's slurred in many ways, but yeah. it is very well done. It's over, Johnny. It's over. Nothing is over. Nothing. You just don't turn it off. It wasn't my war. You asked me, I didn't ask you. And I did what I had to do to win, but somebody wouldn't let us win. And I come back to the world, and I see all those maggots at the airport protesting me, spitting, calling me baby killer and all kinds of vile crap. Who are they that protest me, huh? Who are they? Unless they've been me and been there and know what the hell they're yelling about. It was a bad time for everyone, Rambo. It's all in the past now. For you! For me, civilian life is nothing. In the field, we had a code of honor. You watch my back, I watch yours. Back here, there's nothing. You're the last of an elite group. Don't end it like this. Back there, I can fly a gunship. I can drive a tank. I was in charge of million-dollar equipment. Back here, I can't even hold the job. Fucking guys! Who says that last bit? He goes, I oh, said oh, the million dollar equipment. I can't even hold a job oh. now parking cars, yeah. is what he said. So, yeah. and then he throws the gun and kind of slumps to the ground and breaks the down. First moment where you get, other than the visual flashback from yeah. back in the police station, that's your first true PTSD moment. You absolutely. go, hang on a minute. Yeah, this guy's talking about something else. Like, yeah. he's talking about the war. He's not talking about the last three days in this little shitbox town. Yeah. And so that's when you realize this is all, this. That's the moment I realised this story is all about yeah. John J. Rambo coping, yeah. and his coping with the Vietnam experience. Because he says, you know, all these scumbags at the airport. He's talking yeah. about the protesters. Protesters, yeah, exactly right. But, that, but he also then recalls a story from Saigon. When this bar in Saigon, and this kid comes up, this kid carrying a shine box, and he says, uh, Shane, please, Shane. I said, no, he kept asking, yeah. And Joey said, yeah. And I went to get a couple of beers. And the, the box is wired, and he opened up the box, fucking blew his body all over the place. And he's laying there, and he's fucking screaming, there's pieces of him all over me, just like, like this, and I'm trying to pull him off, you know, and it's, it's my friend that's all over me. So that was Oof. actually a true story that a Vietnam veteran had told him. Wow. That, that, that actually happened. And the other story about them getting the 58 Chevy and driving it to Vegas also was something, a, a tale he was told. But wow. that's, that shoebox story actually happened. Wow. Told to him by a veteran who had a, that similar experience during the war. And so that for, from here, you know that he's, he's obviously going through some serious trauma. I can't get out of my head. I can't lose seven years. Every day it happens. Sometimes I wake up, I don't know where I am. I don't talk to anybody. It's deep. Yeah. So it's like it's a serious. I wake up. I don't know where I am. Yeah. yeah. Seven years. He said he's been all this. So the thing about this uh, moment is this this kind of okay. Let's stop down and explain PTSD. Explain the problems of the Vietnam War. We could have done that at any point in the movie. Troutman could have said it. There could have been a bunch of other things. But the but the pure emotion that comes from. You know, Rambo just letting this out now. I don't think you can help but feel it. But get this right. There was a bit, the studio was a bit hesitant about that last scene. Right. Um, that final breakdown and his admission about all the dramas he's had. Yeah. They they thought that 
Stallone fought hard to keep that scene in the movie. Yeah. Because they were they said, look, he he felt the soldiers who were going through similar things, similar pushback from the protesters and people like that, they needed their story to be told. Yeah. And as I said earlier, those stories in the in those moments he described earlier that actually happened. Yeah. So imagine coping with that when you get back to civilian life. Yeah. And so I think that was yeah, that, that's, that's what he That's to what's do. great about an actor like Stallone who obviously met with Vietnam vets before yeah. he played this role. Oh, he did the research, and you yeah. take all this in, and yep. then you're actually fighting for them yep. with the studio because the studio doesn't want it to be a big deal. He wanted or their story to be told. Yeah, and, wow. uh, he's taken out of the station in handcuffs. This is right at the Goes end of the movie past, now. Uh, the old Sheriff's mate being loaded, being loaded in But I do love the end song is really good. You listen to the lyrics. Uh, it, it does really describe what's been happening. It's a long road. When you're on your own And it hurts when they tear your dreams apart This is when the credits are going on. And yeah. every new town I actually watched the credits. Just seems to bring you down Trying to find peace of mind I think that the, the song peace of mind. makes made you feel like you needed to kind of listen and, and yeah. take it in as opposed to just going, oh, the movie's over, it's a, yeah. it's credits. Do you know what I mean? I sure. thought that was, that was a really good choice. Let's get to some of the lines, yep. uh, some of the, some pretty good ones here. <laughs> uh, the, uh, uh, the what, what we start with is, do you remember when Galt's body was in the gorge and, yeah. and the sheriff grabs Mitch? Look, look at him. Look at him. It's our Galt boy. He and I were friends when your mama was still wiping your nose. And another line from Mitch. This was a good one. Remember when they're in the woods? Okay. Let's do some hunting. Hunting? We ain't hunting him. He's hunting us. <laughs> Which was true. That's actually the moment in the movie where it does literally turn on its head. Like, that's a really yeah. good, good line. This is my go-to line, though, from Rambo. Are you telling me that 200 men against your boy is a no-win situation for us? You send that many. Don't forget one thing. What? A good supply of body bags. <laughs> That's a cracker. And this is a little funny line. Remember when he hijacks the, the truck? Yeah. And he says this to the bloke driving? Don't look at me. Look at the road. That's how accidents happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, isn't it? Look at the road. Spot right on. Now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, come on. <laughs> all right. Let's, first of all, a couple of plot holes here okay. um, before we get into the book v. film. If Ram- Rambo, they said, was a Medal of Honor recipient, most of those are, are awarded posthumously. Oh right. So the his arrest would have been massive news or straight away. Right. It would have been huge news. Okay. So uh unlikely that the political bosses of hope would have allowed his arrest to stand or have him mistreated in any way. Right. Uh, another little, and I've watched the movie so many times, and I always try to wonder this. Remember when Galt is shooting at him, and he's on the cliff. So the helicopter's up high near the top of the cliff. Yeah. Rambo has jumped off the tree and the helicopter comes down to tree level. Yes, right? th- it didn't so, make sense. Yeah, so when he froze the rock, Galt falls, falls quite a, long a distance. Way. So where was that tree? Like on a ledge well, or something? Well, I mean, it could have... Like, yeah. So I justified it by saying it is a ravine Yeah, and so there would be different levels, but Maybe. it did... Yeah, did you wonder that? It like, didn't make a lot of sense. Rambo was on the ground, didn't yeah, so he did, he did fall. Okay, yeah. let's get into book V film. Um, I, I mentioned already that Stallone wanted to make him a different character, not the psychotic, cold-blooded yes. killer that he was in the book. In the movie, Will Teasel is a sheriff. In the book, he's the chief of police. Uh, right. In the book, 
Rambo escapes from the police station, buck naked. It's like Terminator. He gets grabs someone's clothes. Right. He gets clothes and a hunting rifle for some, uh, and from some moonshiner he finds in the woods. Some right. some some person, and uses the rifle to kill several of the deputies pursuing him. In the book, Troutman was brought in to kill Rambo. Oh, really? Because he trained him. Right. So he, so he was, didn't just randomly appear. They said they he was, called for him. Yeah, they thought he was the only one who could stop him. Yep. And that's what happens at, at the end of the book. So where R- Troutman Mercy kills him. But get this, there was an alternative ending filmed. They filmed an alternative ending where Rambo takes a gun, puts it in Troutman's hand while pointing it at himself, saying he'd rather be dead than face prison and shoots himself. Wow. They actually filmed that, but they decided to go with him going to prison rather than dying. Well, because yeah. they saw the cash for the sequels. Maybe, maybe. but uh, Which when, is interesting yeah. because they clearly didn't because they filmed a three-hour movie, which was rubbish. So Exactly right. It's amazing how those judgments are made. Things you might not know. Troutman was supposed to be played by Kirk Douglas. Oh. Now, get this. Kirk Douglas turns up on the set, and he talks to the director, Ted Kotcheff. He says, look, I've got some notes about the movie, uh, how we should do things. And he says, at the very end of the movie, I should kill you and the audience to see the cop car drive away. And as it disappears, a hand reaches up to the rearview mirror. The camera turns up. We see me, and I'm wearing your headband. So it's like Rambo is dead, but I'm no taking over from you. The rampage. And they went, no thanks. You're an idiot, mate. And they, uh, he quit the film. And Troutman, so Richard Krenner was brought in. Yeah. The day before, he was the scene was supposed film. to be shot. Ah. And you, you, he was apparently fed his lines... To in the first scene, the first scene he had, talking to um, the chief, the yeah. sheriff, the lines were fed to him. Wow! But while they were filming, yeah, so he was brought in short notice. Did you notice the? Uh, actually, now there's one more thing: the scene where Rambo stole the motorcycle. Yep. Now that was remember how the car chases him and drives over an embankment. Yes, and sort of. Airborne, yeah. lands heavy. The stunt driver suffered a broken back Ooh. in that ha- landing so hard, a lumbar compression fracture. Ooh. Yeah. I think he's all right, but yeah, would have hurt at the time. Did you notice the, the knife? Yeah. The so, combat. Well, let, let, me tell you, let me tell you what yeah. I noticed. I actually, I actually yeah. saw it in the credit. And the, yeah. this was at the very end ah, of the credit. Oh, so the credit, okay. Yes, cool. the credit was yeah. written for the for the for the creator. Yeah, and it, it was Jimmy the, Lyle. Jimmy Lyle, yeah. the name and Arkansas Arkansas knife, knife maker. Yeah, yeah, and and I immediately googled it. Still, yeah. still yeah. Uh, exists. It's got a hollow handle. Still, but still, a, yeah. still made. Like it's a survival can, knife. They mate, call it two and a half thousand dollars. You can buy that for what? Yes. Wow. Yes, there's several versions. Wow. Yeah, but it's got a hollow handle. Yep. So you can fit stuff fit in stuff it. Fit stuff in Comp- there, plus the compass. The yeah, yeah. So. Like made specifically yeah. for the movie, though. That's really cool. Did you notice, too, here's a bit of a continuity thing. Yeah. When Rambo stole the, the, the two-and-a-half-ton truck, the M60s in the back, Rambo jumps the cop cars with the truck. Yeah. When the truck lands, the tailgate opens, and there's no gun in the back. It's empty. No, that's right. If you yes. look closely, yeah, yeah. Yes. When the truck drives away, the tailgate is up. Yes. <laughs> When Rambo uh, stops the truck and gets out, the M60 is right there, sitting in the back with ammo, ready to rock and roll. Uh, on the helicopter, Galt is holding a rifle, but when he falls, no rifle. No rifle visible. The next shot shows 
you can see the rocks blowing the knife, the rifles beside him. Yeah, right. Radio, mate. What is your wrap up and rating? Um, I indicated it early because I love the length of the movie. Uh, I love the realism of the movie, especially because there is a. See, it's weird because it's such an action-packed um, movie that you think is about a, a you know crazy dude, but it's actually got this serious undertone yeah. about Vietnam and PTSD. Yep. Um, I think it's apart from the last scene, the whole last bit in the town, which is a little bit unbelievable. Yeah. Um, it's pretty believable the whole thing. Absolutely, mate. I loved it. I thought it was an awesome movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, not just because of the length, but because it really kept <laughs> you going. Yeah. Um, mate. Oh, big fan. Big fan of the movie. Yep. Um, we'll watch sequels. It's a it's a nine for me. Nine, yeah, I'm with you. It's a nine for me too. I love this movie, and as I said, I've seen it so many times. Really appreciated it. The first time I saw it, I still remember. I was with a couple of mates. We went. Well, I was still at school, so we went into the city to watch it, and yeah. we all were all stunned to thinking, "How good's that?" I remember my older brothers telling me that they'd seen it and they said it was really good as well. Uh, Radio, that was first blood. But let's cast our attention to next week, shall okay. we? What are next we doing? week, what are we doing? We're watching. Roadhouse, starring what? Patrick Swayze, released Never in 1989. 1989. Is that Roadhouse. before or after the ghost thing? Uh, before, before. Dirty Dancing. Before, after Dirty Dancing, before Ghost. Well, okay. here's my question for you right. on that theme. Which of these movies was Patrick Swayze not in? Okay. A, Ghost. Okay. B, Dirty Dancing. C, Devil's Advocate. Mm. D, Point Break. Oh. I've got pictures of Point Break. I okay. think he was in it. So I think it's The Devil's Advocate. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Well done. I'll tell you who was in Devil's Advocate. His yeah. co-star in Point Break, Keanu Reeves, was in there. Ah. That's why That's why I got came up with the movie. Well done, mate. So next week we're watching Roadhouse, released in 89, starring the late Patrick Swayze. But uh, that was First Blood. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Trevor, look forward to seeing you next week. Can't wait. Bring it on.